Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay. Can I hear you, Brian? Can you hear me? I can hear you, yes. Okay. Hold on. I need to turn the volume up. You're kind of quiet. Say something. Oh, that's my new microphone. Okay, now it's okay. Yeah, good. Yeah, boy, I haven't heard your voice in a long time. Okay, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Yeah, I'm you're, good, man. You're busy with school, right? Yes, sir. I bet. I'm not that busy, but uh, yeah, I've been uh, studying quite a lot lately. Yeah. What are you studying? It's still the same banking. No, but I mean, are, you know, I mean, have you learned anything interesting? <laughs> Ah, uh, to be honest, not that much. But, uh, <laughs> oh well. <laughs> as long as I do those tests properly, I'm all good. Well, as long as you're satisfying your instructors, you know, exactly. so that they give you good grades. And uh, exactly. yeah. but, uh, I heard something about uh, Obama before. Yeah. Uh, actually, uh, he got president now. Yeah. But, uh, he what? Spoke, I, I've seen uh, quite some footage of Obama and him doing uh, uh, lectures and all that. But well, uh, you know what he did today, or, or I guess he released today. He's got a YouTube video. Uh, he's actually released. He's using YouTube. He gave his first. He 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 did a like a three and a half minute YouTube address to the country. <laughs> Addressed to the world, really. I mean, that's awesome. You know, he's using YouTube. <laughs> oh yes, yeah. I guess it's. Uh, well, it makes sense, of course. You know, why buy? Why waste your time with a television thing, interrupting somebody's favorite TV show? <laughs> you know, it's bullshit. It's free. He goes on YouTube and puts it up there. You know, and the whole world can see it. Yeah, I think that's cool. Well, actually, about Obama, uh, he spoke of change many times, didn't he? I mean, that's actually the whole his whole campaign was about change. Uh, and yes, we can. But yeah, I haven't, I haven't, I didn't get anything of what he's planning to change. Oh, who knows? You know, this is politics. This is America. Everybody speaks in vague generalities. He's mentioned also. I mean, he's he's he has mentioned a lot of the specifics, but you know, who cares? <laughs> you know, uh, I mean, you know, he's going to have to deal with whatever comes down. What he's going to do, we'll see. You know. Hmm. Oh yeah, but well, in some ways, uh, I think uh, for all a lot of nice words, but uh, I don't know. Well, yeah, nobody knows. We'll have to wait and see what he actually does. Yeah, it's all yeah, just talk. How can a candidate, how can a president-elect, can, how can he speak of chains and all that without saying what he, his intentions are? Well, he has said. He has said, you know, in you know, more or less vague terms, you know, depending upon how you want to view it, he's, he's talked about 
spending money on building infrastructure and uh, green energy and putting government spending into into that and uh, you know and tax cuts specific kinds of tax cuts and he's talk I mean he's he's spelled out a lot of stuff you know but again I don't pay much attention to it because I don't I don't really think what anybody says makes much difference people say what they need to say to get elected we'll see what happens <laughs> you know oh yeah, yeah that's that's basically it yeah and so you will see what happens i guess yeah yeah everybody thinks it's gonna that he's somehow gonna save the day oh i don't think it's gonna make no, much no. difference really but um i think he's already had his impact i think even if he was assassinated now, before he ever took office, he's already changed the world just by being elected, you know, and saying the things he said. Uh, You know, I mean, the fact that people were having parties in Japan and uh, all over the world the day of the election, people were in the streets all over the world celebrating. That's never happened before. That's awesome. People, I mean, there, I, I've watched all sorts of videos of people in Japan yeah, and all the, sorts of places dancing in the streets, you know? Yes, <laughs> I've seen some footage of that. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, that's already, I mean, just the fact that that happened, I think, is significant. You know, it changes the, the sort of mental landscape in, in a very significant way. Oh, yeah. It has a big response, however, the whole thing is, yeah, I don't really understand how, well, if such a response would come from something, from some true change, some change in in a, in a good direction, then I would say, yeah, but, ah. Uh, well, it, I think it, it does, I mean, the fact that he was elected gives people all over the planet a reason not to hate America anymore. That's significant. Oh, I mean, those who were hating America, I mean, come on, man. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I think that's significant. People have hope for that Americans aren't all a bunch of warmongering idiots. I mean, most of them are, but, you know, not all of them. There is even hope for America that they could elect Obama uh, as opposed to Palin and... Uh, What's his yeah, name? but I mean, okay. in, in some ways, I also think that there's no way he could have lost anyway. I mean, he had McCain as the opposition. Well, it depends on who he was. Yeah, I mean, even speak. well, the thing is, Americans are sick of Bush and the Republicans. A lot of them are. Enough of them would have voted for anybody but uh, the Republican candidate. Yeah, I don't think it, it could have just as easily been Hillary Clinton. You know, it could have been anybody. I mean, those were the people that ended up there. But, yeah, Obama, you know, just, just another guy. I mean, but uh, as uh, Obama as the president, do you think uh, he will bring uh, significant change to your country? Oh, I have no idea. I don't even care, really. <laughs> I mean, I don't have any expectations. of. I mean, actually, I, I'm a little surprised he's still alive. Uh, you know, I mean, I think, uh, well, I mean, that's just, I think there's a significant chance he may be murdered before he's uh, elected, before he takes office. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there are plenty of people in this country with guns who, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's a right where there's a right wing Christian movement in this country that wants to take back America by any means necessary. And they see 
they see Obama as, uh, they, they're calling him a, I mean, at first they were calling him a socialist, now they're calling him a communist, and they're saying that, uh, you know, that uh, we have to take back the country. And I think there are plenty of people out there who would be more than willing to kill him. Yeah, but, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, probably there, there are a lot of people who are willing to kill another with no reason at all. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, you know. Well, but again, well, I, I don't he, think that makes much difference. Like I say, I, I think the fact that he was elected is maybe more significant than anything he could possibly do. <laughs> oh, yeah. It will probably. Uh, I think it will bring some changes, but I really wonder how. Uh, how do you say it? The the Obama administration will do. <laughs> well, we'll see. You know, so far it looks pretty good. I say I was really impressed to see a YouTube video of him. I mean, it's just like the way that politicians used to do it on TV. You know, that's a talking head, three minute thing that people used to get on TV because that was the way to talk to the nation. Well, he's talking to the world. <laughs> he put it on YouTube. He didn't go buy TV time to do it. He made a YouTube video talking to the world. I mean, that strikes me as, I mean, it's so obvious, it's almost laughable. And yet, <laughs> you know, McCain doesn't even have email. <laughs> you know, so. Yes, yes. Oh, it shows that he is a totally different kind of member. Yeah, you know, and they're I talking be... about, and he's talking about having a new cabinet-level department of technology, and talking about, and a lot of people are su suggesting that Bill Joy uh, takes is going to take that post. He's one of the most forward-thinking uh, technolog technologists and futurists on the planet, and he may. You know, I mean, uh, so, I mean, I'm really, I'm really, I'm optimistic. Pardon? In what kind of technology? Uh, information energy. technology, especially. Information technology. Yeah, you know, the Internet, what we're doing right now. He's talking about creating a uh, cabinet-level post for dealing with a world that's fundamentally connected with information technology and how to how to make, improve on it and, use it uh, for our benefits. Well, I mean, again, there, it's a new department, so no one really knows what what that actually even means. But the name that's getting kicked around a lot is Bill Joy, and who is, who is one of the one of the inventors. I think he's the guy who invented HTML or something like that. I don't remember exactly what he's most famous for, but he's, uh, he's uh, you know, He's done a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't, uh, like I said. Well, that's, well, again, the thing is, nobody knows what's going to happen. You know, I mean, who knows what the rest of the world is going to do? He can't just write the ticket himself. You know, I mean, he's going to be responding to the world that's actually occurring. You know, and who knows what's going to happen the day after he takes office, if he lives that long. Uh, you know, who's not going to pull some weird shit in some part of the world or something happens well, I, here. You know, who knows what's going to happen? I don't know. I assume he lives long enough, but... Uh, well, I'm not going to assume that. Also, uh, Obama, you know, he he's actually a straight capitalist himself. Don't you think? He's a what? A what? He's a capitalist himself. Oh, I don't know. I mean, those are terms. What is, he's, no, he's not a capitalist. I mean, I don't know what he is, 
you know, he's probably got a lot of ideas. He has, certainly isn't going to say anything anti-capitalist in this world. <laughs> you know, I mean, actually, everybody's accusing him of being a socialist, you know, and a communist. So, yeah, you know, he, he may claim yeah, to be a capitalist. It's really silly, though. It's really, really silly. It's, like, unbelievable. Well, it's amazing to see. Well, like I say, the, the, the hatred against him is just astounding, you know. Oh, yeah, they all hated against him, him yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Many problems, but... Oh, yeah, the whole hatred, I mean... I just really wonder, I really wonder what, uh, what, is, uh, what, what he has in store, but I just think... Oh, so you, you, the thing they, is, you don't know. need to speculate. All you got to do is wait, and you'll see. <laughs> you know, yeah, so it's sort isn't of... He, why isn't he speculating what he's going to do, you know? I, well, why don't so, you go look at the YouTube video? And listen to what he has uh, to say. <laughs> yeah, go to YouTube and search for Obama's uh, address or you know whatever. It, it came up either yesterday or today. It's about three and a half minutes long. It could have been longer, but uh, you know. And just just about what about what is the video actually? Pardon me. About what is that video? Your audio is uh, leaving something to be... Uh, I'm having a little trouble understanding you. Can you hear me well, now? Yeah, now you sound good. Okay, what is that video about? It's just him talking to the country about about what he's going to do. What, you know, it's just it's three minutes long. It's him talking to the world. If you want to hear what he thinks, go listen to him talk. <laughs> you know, he'll... See what you think about it. I don't know. I don't know whether that. But again, I I don't think it makes any difference what he says. We'll see. What what happens? Yeah, so it's yeah, only going to take a couple months. January twentieth, he takes over, uh, and we'll see what happens on January twenty first, and twenty second, yeah. and twenty third. We'll find out. Did Just, you vote for him? I didn't vote. No, I haven't voted in twenty years. I I don't give a shit about it. I don't think it's relevant, really. Yeah, I, I can follow that. But it is interesting to observe it. And actually, for the first time in maybe uh, my whole adult life, I'm, I'm not actually embarrassed to be an American. <laughs> the fact that America elected Obama strikes me as something um, to be proud of, actually. You know, it's a small thing. It's not much. But, I mean, it's the first positive sign I've seen in this country in my entire adult life. It's, I mean, that's a, I mean, the fact that America could elect a guy who's sort of a black guy, not really a black guy, but half black anyway, um, you know, is just something that is uh, almost unimaginable 20 years ago. Yeah. Yes, that's for sure. Yes, certainly. Uh, oh, it is the first uh, uh, black American president. So, yeah. Well, he's not really black, actually. I mean, you know, he's half and half. Oh, he's well, a mutt. Like he says, he's a mutt. You know. Yeah, the fact that he's got any black in him at all, and that America, and that he sort of looks like a black guy, you know. I mean, that's one one of the things he's got going for him. He's good looking, and he doesn't really look all that black. <laughs> you know, I mean, if he looked really black, 
Um, I wonder if America would have, you know, if he wasn't quite so, you know, skinny and inoffensive looking, if he was bigger and more athletic looking and more, uh, you know, more ominous looking, I think Americans might not have elected him, even if he said the same stuff. So, but he's got, he, you know, he just happened to be the right guy at the right time. Oh yeah, he certainly got in at the right time, and he had no opposition, in my opinion, or very weak anyway. I well, yeah. Well, anybody. Well, Sarah Palin. I mean, once he picked her as a running mate, I mean, I just the more I look at that, I just can't believe how stupid the Republicans were. You know, I mean, McCain isn't all that hot anyway, but picking Sarah Palin, Jesus Christ, how fucking stupid can you be? I mean. You know, God. Well, yeah, I, I don't know much about uh, uh, about Tatum. I mean, all I know is what I've seen uh, with uh, as her running for first. What was it? Oh, vice president. She was the vice, vice president. president. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, if you, yeah. If you didn't follow it, then it's not. I mean, but she said the stuff she. She's just an absolute know-nothing. You know, I mean, time and again in, in interviews, she didn't... I mean, the one that really got me was... McCain uh, she was the same, right? What? McCain also didn't know that much. I've seen some interviews with McCain saying, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Well, it's one thing to say you don't know. It's another thing to try and lie about it. You know, the, 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 most, the one that really got me that just I couldn't believe... Is she was she was talking to a, a newscaster named Katie Couric, and Katie Couric asked her what newspapers she reads on a regular basis, and she, she answered, "Well, I read them. I read a lot of them. You know, I read all of them every day. Yeah, you know." I've and seen that. did you see that? And then she said, "Well, yeah, but specifically which one?" And she couldn't name a newspaper that she read. You know, yeah. and she finally just said, "Well, you know, I have my sources." <laughs> you know, and then and just simply refused to answer what newspapers and of course what that meant was she didn't know what newspapers she reads <laughs> you know? yeah yeah well i mean and then the last thing that came out but this was just recently is that she actually thought africa was the name of a country <laughs> not a continent she didn't even know that africa was the name of a continent not a country <laughs> yeah, and I also heard something that she wasn't able to uh, name all the states. Oh, well, who, nobody can name all. No, she didn't know the names of the three partners of the NAFTA trade agreement, the North American Free Trade Agreement, um, which was a big deal. Uh, it was, was uh, basically free trade between Canada, the United States, and Mexico, the three countries that, are, that constitute North America. And uh, they asked her, what were the three countries that were involved in the NAFTA agreement? And she couldn't name them. <laughs> and then what was the other one? Oh, yeah, and she didn't know what the Bush doctrine was, you know, which was the idea that the United States can just go invade anybody they want to <laughs> whenever they feel like it. <laughs> and she didn't know what that was. You know, so, I mean, she's just, she's just, uh, she's, she's good looking. And she's able to say a lot of buzzwords that, that the conservatives love. She's a staunch Christian and anti-abortionist, and you know, and she uses all the buzzwords, and everybody loves her, you know, of a certain ilk, of a 
super conservatives, you know. But did Obama her, she, she, Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I want to ask, uh, did Obama ever state uh, anything about abortion? Um, I, I, no, I, I, again, I didn't follow the, the election on all these stuff, so I don't know what, it, I mean, I'm assuming he's, uh, apparently, I mean, he was accused by the right, of course, of being pro-abortion and even supporting so-called partial birth abortions, but I don't know what he actually, if he said anything or, or what he thinks. Yeah, what about the things you won't know anyway, but. Yeah, I mean, but he's been accused of being everything by the, you know, the right. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who knows what he really thinks? Oh yeah, but still, it's actually uh, quite. Uh, well, it's the way the American news or the, the news corporations treat Obama. It's just like that's strange, actually. I think he should take all all that all your news stations down. Every single one of them, <laughs> and then just start a, a new news. news well, news. but again, yeah, the the news here isn't really news. It's yeah, yeah, it depends on the news sources. I mean, again, you, you, if you depend depend upon network television for news, then uh, you, you know you're bound to get propaganda. Yeah, yeah, that's all it is. You know, I mean, it's either right. You know, I mean, it's just the corporate image of America producing how you know talking about what it thinks and wants everybody to think is important and and uh, yeah but again that's the problem is that most Americans are a bunch of unconscious language monkeys who go to work every day and come home and watch TV and think that that they know what the hell's going on they haven't read a book or anything in 20 years probably you know so they're you know I just I just uh, you know although I'm surprised like I say it, it's really sort of amazing to me that Obama was electable that people had gotten fed up enough with um, with Bush and the boys, you know, that that they repudiated yeah. that whole thing. But again, America is so. I mean, America support after nine eleven, America turned into a fascist state, you know, and they supported all this draconian, you know, in, investigation and spy domestic spying that uh, that Bush is instigated and everybody just well, needed to go right along with it. Nine eleven did what it needed to do, all right? <laughs> well if you take yeah, if you assume <laughs> that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. But I mean uh America voted elected Bush twice. Well sort of. I mean he got one and yeah. stole the other, but but in any case he was close enough. They got him close enough to steal it, you know. So, you know, the fact that, I don't know what it means that now America has elected Obama. You know, I mean, two years from now, maybe they'll re-elect Bush again. Maybe there's another, we can get Jeb Bush, <laughs> the governor. Oh, then, you know, his, the other must... brother, <laughs> get him in there. If he would... really messes up, then yeah, you never know. Yeah, well, again, it just you don't know how the world will go. It may not even be him messing up. It just may be the way things go, you know. And a couple of years from now, like I say, they'll be uh, <laughs> they'll vote Jeb Bush into the White House. <laughs> that would be great. If Obama does does some of the things he speaks of, then yeah, I oh yeah, I actually yeah, I am positive about Obama. However, I I do have a lot of question marks to be honest. Well, you should. I mean, again, we don't know what's going to actually happen. We'll see. You know. 
Yeah, I, I'm optimistic. I think, uh, well, like I said, I'm, I don't even care what happens. I think he's already changed the world, no matter what happens. Like I say, if he's murdered tomorrow, he's still made the world a better place already. You know, like I say, just for me, to see people around the world dancing in the streets uh, because there's a new president in the United States tells me, again, the world is coming together. You know, people all over the world, I mean, every four years, people all over the world pay attention to it because it makes a big difference. America is a powerful yes. force in the world, so everybody's aware of what's going on. But I can't recall a time in my life when people all over the world were dancing in the streets when somebody yes. got elected president. It may, not be, it may be more about how much they hated Bush than how much they like Obama, but but still, I mean, I'm just blown away by that. I was really heartened by that. That was great. We even you know? had a little news of that here. You know? We even uh, we had some news of that, and also some footage uh, footage of uh, people, like you're saying, dancing and celebrating. Uh, yeah. Obama's victory. Yeah, I just think that's amazing. I'm I'm just uh, like I say, that was the most uplifting feeling I've had with respect to the United States. In, maybe in my entire adult life. I mean, most of my adult life, I've thought America was an embarrassment. I mean, it's done a few good things. It's not all bad, but... What do you mean the, as a government, right? I mean, the government are not... The, well, I, no, I mean the government and the people. I mean, the people. The government is a reflection of the people. The people put them there. Oh, yes. I, I, don't, I don't fully agree with that, but... Well, it's a democracy. I mean, to a large extent, I mean, if the people of this country elect those people and go along with what's going on without getting out. I mean, during the Vietnam War, uh, we were out in the streets protesting, and we ended that war. The war in Vietnam ended because the people of the United States were in the streets and blowing up things. If they hadn't been, we'd probably still be in Vietnam, <laughs> you know? Uh. So, I mean, I figure every country gets exactly what it deserves. Really. I mean, including Iran and Zimbabwe and every other damn country. As long as people accept the bullshit of their governments and they're not willing to die to change it, then the hell with them. Yeah, but if you, I mean, like like the people you're talking about, they are growing up in the in you know their environment and they have limited information to them and you expect them to suddenly... No, no, I don't expect them to do anything. No, I, I, that's what I'm saying is I don't expect much of anything because I understand that situation. But I also understand that I grew up in that situation and I somehow was lucky enough to wake up from it. And if I can wake up from it, then anybody else can too. Yeah, but don't you... Uh, I'm not disagreeing. Well... Depends how in what was, yeah. What no, and again, I'm not condemning them. I'm just saying that's just the way it is. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying America. it's good or bad. I'm just saying that's the way it is. That every culture is the sum total of all the individuals who make that culture up, and is a reflection of that. It's called an emergent property. So you you see your government as a reflection of you of the totality of of what is going on in this part of the world. Yeah. I mean, taking into account history and all the forces that have ever gone on. But, yeah, America is Americans. And if most of them go to work every day and come home and watch TV at night, and that's the extent of their involvement, then they vote every four years and then whine about what the politicians do, well, screw them. That's what they get. 
Mm. Oh yeah, I agree to a certain extent, to be honest. Uh, yeah, it's a hard thing, I guess. Uh, I, I guess that's why I think people have to wake up. The only, the, only, you know, the only real hope is when enough people start to wake up about this bullshit and start to take control themselves rather than putting it all on the politicians and then complaining about what politicians do. We individuals are going to have to start changing and thinking and becoming responsible for what's going on. And that's another thing. Obama is at least mouthing, talking about people getting involved in doing stuff instead of standing around whining, <laughs> you know? Yes, I I, I understand, but uh, to be honest, uh, like, for example, a lot of problems where you, the states, have and people... Well, let's just say, for example, the mortgage crisis or the whole financial yeah. bailout plan uh, didn't... Uh, wasn't accepted, as far as I have seen... Well, nobody knows what they're doing. I mean, no, it was. They did pass a thing, but, you know, again, everybody is in turmoil. They don't, and again, it's not something America can solve. This is a global issue. It's not a, that was what this whole meeting this week in Washington is about. All the, you know, what, 20 major countries in the world getting together trying to figure out what the hell they're going to do. You know, this isn't something America is in control of. The global situation. Now, a global situation, uh, probably just a few bankers, but uh, a few big bankers, I would well, say. Well, it, whatever it is, it's a global issue. It's not something America is running. And there are other forces, too. There are forces that no one can control. You know, the forces of people, whether they uh, feel confident to go out and buy something or not, whether they're worried about whether they're going to keep their job, so they're not going to go out and buy a new computer right now. They'll wait and see. And that's what a lot of, it's one of the big problems. Well, they call it the problem that people have stopped buying stuff in America. You know? Oh, yeah. If you, because they're worried, afraid. And that makes well, everything, and that really has hurt China. And China is having serious problems because all the factories in China, in fact, they've, in certain area provinces of China, something like 40% of the manufacturing factories have closed down in the last year. I didn't hear about that. Yeah, yeah, it's a big, serious problem because all the stuff they were sending to America, people have stopped buying. Mm. Yeah, I, I knew that uh, that uh, America was the was the, the first, uh, the most important uh, consumer of China, the first consumer. But wow, you're. America is, uh, one yeah, of so China's people. really, again, that's why I'm saying it's the whole world. I mean, China has got a stake in this. I mean, they when we quit buying their stuff, they're in big trouble. <laughs> you know? Well, uh, they they have some unemployment, and but, but I mean, well, they, I don't think they are in real big trouble. I mean, uh, America, if you look at the financial situation, is the one who's in trouble now. I mean, all the... Well, it's the whole world. Again, it's not just America. That's what I'm saying. Time. Europe is is, is oh, you, you stating have, you have the same problems, issue, you know? Yes. Now, oh, the, the financial the financial bit, I'm, uh, it's, uh, I think, a bit different. The RFA, uh, we, also, uh, we are also influenced, but... Uh, Still, I would say 
Oh, yeah, that whole mortgage crisis that started in America, right? Well, again, I don't think you can talk about where it started. Again, it, the, the, the global economy is a system that is, you can't talk about where any one thing starts. The whole system is intertwined. There isn't any one place where something starts. I mean, you can point to say and say, well, this company went out of business and that. But why did they go out of business? What led up to their going out of business? What kinds of relationships were they involved in? Uh, you know, I mean, the, the whole thing is goes all yes. over the world. Yes. Yeah, it's it's a big thing. That's for sure. But uh, still, yeah. But the point was, well, the point was the thing. Uh, what you were saying is that you know the the governments are a reflection of the people. Uh, I still don't agree with that. Well, I'm not saying that's all there is to it. I'm just saying that that's, I mean, if everybody in America started reading and thinking for themselves and rejecting uh, what's going on, they could change it. If everyone in the entire world would do that, yeah? Yeah, right. Then we'd have a different world. That's why I'm saying that. That's where the only hope for me is. Is we, the problem is we need to replace those goddamn language monkeys. The problem is the world is populated by a bunch of unconscious language monkeys. And until that changes, until we can raise, generate a couple of generations of humans who actually can think and evaluate and uh, and and uh, are not unconscious believers of everything they hear their language machine say, then nothing is going to change. That's the, as far as I can see, the only real hope is massive numbers of humans waking up. And I, and actually, I expect that to happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to, my opinion on that would be, uh, don't get me wrong, I would certainly like to see it happen. Uh, but yeah, I, I am afraid that is something. That's yeah, we can only hope. But. Uh, no, we can do a lot Say more than hope. We can try to make it happen. No, we can no, not we can only hope. We can get involved and do something and take a side and make it happen. Yeah, but well, in in the society that I live, you know, anyway, you know, you have to you have to keep your own head up. Also, it's not like no, you can just uh, no, you don't have to do anything. You can die. You can starve to death in the process of committing yourself to doing something or not. You can do any damn thing you want to. Yeah, but I also need to want it, right? You want to, you you may want a bunch of things. You don't need to do anything. It's just yeah. simply your choice. You Here you are. How are you going to live? You can do anything you want to. Yes, of course. Oh well, but the point. My point was actually that you know, of course you you wish to help other people, and of course you uh, want. Well, you hope that other people uh, around you. Well, but again, no, I don't hope anything. I listen. For me, it's just I've got my own vision of the kind of planet I'd like to live on, and I'm going to do what I can to participate in bringing that about. It's just that uh, simple. And what, you know. What, what is that? What, what is what? What is that that is going to be brought about? Oh, well, I can't, you know, I mean, there's a whole bunch. We've been talking about this for the last six months that you and I have been talking. You want me to sum it up in one sentence? A conscious, 
global, yeah, okay, a, a, a glo- the first global civilization populated by Earthlings, conscious human beings. Yes. First global, the end of the age of nation states, the end of religion, the end of economics, the beginning of a new world order to push the buttons of all of those people who hate that term. <laughs> But I mean that's yeah, so that's that's just awesome. a bunch of silly abstractions. The details of what that all means, you know, I don't know. We have to. I mean, I have some ideas about a lot of it. I've spent a lot of time thinking about this, so I can, in fact, I can get very specific on a lot of things. But I mean, those discussions are very detailed and would take hours and hours and hours to discuss. Oh, yeah, and no, any I'm, kind of I'm not here to uh, discuss uh, what the perfect uh, energy would be. For instance, the end of work, the idea of of working less than a month a year, perhaps. You know, I mean, that's certainly one of the yeah, things I see. About that idea before. Yeah, yeah, we, you know, I mean, so I mean, you could we could spend a couple of hours talking about how that could be implemented easily. Yeah. Uh, yes, but the, the, as society is right now, it just simply couldn't be implemented at all. None of it. No, this is a process that's going to take the next 30 to 50 years. But we have things in place now that were unimaginable um, 50 years ago. And, and, and the time has sped up. I mean, 100 years ago, the idea that we have been in space on the moon for 50 years now is, well, not for, not in, but we've been in space for 50 years. The idea of an orbiting space station was beyond comprehension um, say 60 yes, years yes, ago. I, I know. One day they thought the Earth was flat. I, I understand the point, but also I'm saying uh, the stuff we're talking about isn't so outrageous. Still, have enough people that that uh, almost would believe that the world is flat. I'm sorry. Say that again. Oh no, my point was that we still have enough people. Yeah. yeah. I understand your view on how how you say yes. We you have two kinds of people, and one that 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 basically yes uh, is more well, intellectual, and the other is more. Uh, no, it's not about intellectual. That's not the issue. I don't think. Again, I, it gets back to that caterpillar and butterfly uh, metaphor. I really do. It, at the bottom line for me is that as I see Earth as a single living system that is developing, not evolving. I don't accept evolution as the final theory. It seems to me that Earth is an organism and it's developing. It's headed somewhere, just like a, you know, an embryo for a frog is not going to turn into a cat. It's going to turn into a frog because that's what it is. And Earth is what it is. It's some sort of living entity in the universe and it's going through this transformation and it's headed somewhere and i'm betting on that i can see a part of where it's headed yes maybe i'm wrong you think (laughs) you think that the human influence is also part of this yeah i think we are embedded systems we are you know like the neurons that make up the brain of my language monkey that i travel around in each of those neurons in the brain, they're not liver cells, they're not muscle cells, they're neurons, and they do what neurons do to keep my monkey functioning. And humans, I think, can be viewed as some sort of specialized subsystem of the planet that has some part to play 
in in the planet. Now that's sort of esoteric and philosophical and science fiction-y, maybe, but I think it's a fairly good analogy for our role. Mm, yes. But then you said, for example, um, the the neurons that that keep your monkey alive. Uh, to, to get into that, well, I didn't say keep it alive. I said they're involved in the system. You know, they have a, you know, I've, I've got liver cells and stomach cells and muscle cells and neurons and and all of it together uh, has this monkey here and it's going along okay. Oh yeah, but yeah, but but the the idea, you know, that you have your monkey or just you or. You and your monkey. Well, the, the idea of I, I'm not talking about I. That gets problematic. I'm just talking about the monkey as a system, as a functioning physical system. It's composed of billions of individual living systems that have their own existence. And somehow, miraculously, all those billions of living individuals are able to function uh, in a coordinated way to create this monkey. And I think they can apply the same thing to the planet itself. I cho- I don't know if you can or not. I just choose to do that. That's the metaphor that I accept. I, I don't believe that. It's just I haven't found a better metaphor for trying to understand what's going on. So I say that's the best I can come up with, and I'm going to go with it. Yes, yes. Uh, I'm just, yeah, uh, I just think... Uh Oh, in my opinion, uh, I just don't know. I just uh, well, it, I, I don't know either. <laughs> like I say, we'll never know. That's, I mean, if you're going to wait till you know, you're going to be waiting forever. Yes, that's a good point. At some point, you just, I mean, you don't have to make a choice. You can just go on saying, I don't know, <laughs> you know, until until something happens that forces you to take a choice, or maybe you'll never have to make a choice. For me, no, no, you, it's, you it's, never have to make a choice. What you, you know, what you well, you choose. always make a choice anyway, whether you know. I mean, you choose not to choose. I mean, that's still a choice, <laughs> you know. Hmm, but but what if you don't have anything to choose from? If you don't what? What if you don't have anything to choose from? Well, then oh, yeah, you, I mean, yes, you can yeah. put up put a few. Well, again, uh, yeah, you know, we can get all philosophical, but I'm just saying. For me, I just decided, you know, that I was never going to have enough information to actually be 100% sure of anything. So I figured, screw it. I'm going to pick the the idea that I like, and I'm going to just go for it. I can't justify it. I'll never be able to justify it. Maybe I'm just totally nuts. You know, that's entirely possible. But if I wait around to be absolutely sure about everything, I'll end up, you know, never doing anything. So I'm just going to... You know, run with what I got. Yes, yes. See what? and the analogy is in 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 many ways uh, certainly correct. I, I I would agree. However, well, yeah. Well, it's not about correct. It's just about whether you like it or not. Oh yeah, but it also has to apply to what you think uh, you have. You know. Well, yeah. If you can find meaningful metaphors that allow you to make decisions, yeah, that's the issue. Is does the the metaphor you use is it good enough to to give you clues about how to act and for me 
I mean, I'm still here. <laughs> you know, so I guess it's a, it's worked so far. You know. Yeah. And have you been doing anything on your theories lately? Um. Oh, I'm always yes, of course. I'm. I'm. It's it's a work in progress. I'm always. I've discovered a couple of really interesting books in the last few weeks, actually, uh, that have, that are really changing the way I think. So right now I'm still in, you know, again, I, don't, I haven't finalized anything. My ideas are still in process of taking shape. And yes, like I say, in the last month or so, I, I've discovered some really new sources for interesting thinking. And uh, so right now I don't know. I don't know exactly where it is going, you know? Uh, could you please tell me something about uh, these books? Or one of well, one of the books is called Computer Theology. And I think the subtitle is in- Intelligent Design of the World Wide Web. And in it, he's analyzing religion as an evolutionarily developed form of human organization. And, you know, just seeing religion, trying to understand how it is that religion as a method for coordinating people's behavior has evolved. And um, I've uh, been reading it for more than a month and a half, I think, and I've read like 20 pages. It is one of the densest books I've ever read. I mean, every paragraph I need to stop and reread it five or six times and then think about it for a day. <laughs> before I go on to the next paragraph. Uh, I've found it really amazing. But actually, I've, I've stopped reading that temporarily and started reading another book called Emergence. And the subtitle of Emergence is, I'm holding it right in front of me right now, is The Connected Lives of Ants, Brains, Cities, and Software. Okay, then I wonder what... Ants have, <laughs> what ants have to do with it, but maybe... It has to do, well, no, well, you need to read the book. He's talking about, again, it has to do with the emergent properties. How is it that ants can, can create this enormously complex system, excavating their, their chambers and managing foraging when, when each ant has practically no brain at all? How is it that that system of behaviors... Again, he's looking at ants not as individuals, but as a, a yeah, system of communication. That's instinct, right? Uh, not, well, no, it's not. In, well, you can call it instinct. That doesn't explain anything. That's just sticking a word on what you don't, yes, what you exactly. don't know. Yeah, yeah so. well, what he's looking at is how does it actually get done and trying to find principles that can apply to the whole planet is what he, I think he's going is that saying is how can we organize the planet without top-down management? The queen doesn't run the colony. Nobody is in charge of the colony, and yet it works. How is it that we can do the same thing on the planet? How can we set up a system that allows us to get organized without the need of some government, some central control to run the whole damn thing? And that's why I find this so hopeful. I think there are principles here that we can use so that we individual human beings can manage our own behavior in such a way that it just works for the whole planet. Yes, I understand. And would you, but, but would you think that 
let's just say if there would be uh, the let's just say we got the scenario where there would be no government do you think uh, there is no need for any kind of power any kind of what any any form of power power yeah control what does that mean power no I clearly mean, there have to be some rules there have but the question is whether we the rules can be simple enough and internalized and you know uh, so that we can no i mean obviously there has to be a system ants don't just do any goddamn thing they want to do they behave in certain very restricted ways under certain circumstances and because they do that it works yes oh well i i do think ants are uh oh i must say quite a complicated uh well, it's the same thing with your body. There is no master cell in your body that keeps it all going. Somehow, all of the cells all over your body somehow have got some way of doing things that works and allows you to get up in the morning and take a shower and go to school. Well, yeah, the well, I, I, the cells, yeah. I, I mean, how is it I, that they do that? There is nobody your body in charge. Is created within another body, and after that, your brain runs your body. But, but I'm not saying you know how how it got created. I mean, it's the same as uh, how did the Earth come to be? You know, I mean, how did things come to be? Will always be a question, and probably never be answered. No, but we can at least understand how they are, how they actually function, how they got yes. to be that way. Well, that's another issue, but. Again, that's what they're looking at. They're looking at systems that are managing to be self-organizing without a top-down hierarchy. They're actually organized from the bottom up, not from the top down. That's the difference between governments. That's what the New World Order, the people that are afraid of the New World Order, is, and they're rightfully so. They're afraid of the idea of some central control that's going to dominate the lives of individuals but that's clearly not going to work. That's not the way it needs to be. Again, they think of, you know, they talk about uh, an ant colony or a, or a bee colony and the queen ant, you know, and, they, and people think yes. of that as that the queen is in there somehow running the show. <laughs> that's just nonsense. The queen is an egg-laying machine, <laughs> you know. The control yeah, no, of the colony is, is, in, is in the genes of every single ant. But I think when I when I listen to that, I think that when you say uh, one uh, world order, then I think you think out of a well. Let's just call it simply a more uh, uh, you know an anarchist. Uh, Not an anarchy at all. No, it's called an, and again the term for this is emergent properties. I'm saying if we can figure out a way to set up a simple set of rules that we can all agree on of how to behave under certain very limited situations that we won't need government that we can in fact run the planet ourselves with a very simple maybe the rules that could be written on a single piece of paper yes i, I agree with that i i agree that a lot too much could be changed and should be changed but as you know unfortunately uh, we are still here in this. Well, well you got all these language monkeys here. That's that's the problem. Is you got all these people who think it's so important to be. Well, again, I don't want to even go into all that. I mean, if I'm aware of the yeah buts, okay, I know most of them probably. We'll see. You know, we'll see. I don't know. 
know, I've got my ideas. I'm working on them. They're not my ideas. Hell, I mean, I don't think I've had that many all, all that many really original ideas. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see. And we'll, you'll certainly see. Maybe I won't. I don't know how much longer I have, but, but you know, as long as you stay healthy, you know, you're going to see. This is going to come to a head certainly in the next 50 years, probably a lot less. Oh, uh, all I can say is uh, I hope so. I, I would, yeah. Uh, I would like to say I think so, but... I'm not. Yeah, I don't know. You, you see, I think it could go two ways. It's you. You could say uh, I don't know the English expression, but it's either up or under. Um, yeah, I think that. Yeah, I think in a sense that's right. I think we're going to see potentially the end of life on the planet or paradise, but it's not going to go on the way it is. Either either we're going to wake up and transform and create a new world or the whole thing is going to come crashing down and we'll be back in the Stone Age. I don't see any alternative to that. I think it's going to be one or the other. Yes. Oh, yeah. And, then, my, of course. and my vote is paradise. <laughs> yes, yes. You know? But that, yeah, that, that, that is, yeah, as you pointed out yourself, that is very... Uh, and, and, of course, there are, there's always the possibility that I'm crazy, too, and that it will just muddle along the way it has been for another yeah. thousand years. I kind of doubt that, but, you know, it's certainly not impossible, you know, that it'll just muddle on the way it's been and nothing, you know, and it, there won't be any drastic transformations. It could be. But I'm not betting on that. I think that's a bad bet. I don't think that's going to happen. Well, drastic transformations, I think, certainly will come, but uh, will they be uh, in the interest for all of us? Well, that's up to us, isn't it? <laughs> well, uh, if it has been until now, it hasn't been, so... No, it hasn't been until now. That's the, the very issue. That is the issue. Are we up to it? And again, that's why I make the distinction between earthlings and language monkeys, because I have no... Uh, no reason to think that language monkeys are capable of making this transition. I think most of the people alive today are going to be dead 30, 40 years from now uh, anyway, I mean, just from age. And uh, the majority of them will die absolutely committed to the old order. But there will be new generations of people, new people coming in who will, who will have different priorities, different vision. Despite what their parents try to, again, my parents tried to turn me into a language monkey, and it didn't work. You know, and there are a lot of people on the planet who the whole weight of the culture is trying to turn them into whatever it is their culture wants to turn them into, and it's not working on some of them. Mm, yes, but then again, uh, I you already explained this, but still, it's somewhat it is not clear. Uh, what is exactly this this this? One difference between the language monkey, what you call it, and someone. Well, one of them is they don't believe. I, I would say one of the fundamental distinctions oh, yes, is, yes, is that language monkeys actually believe everything they hear their language machines say. They think they're humans. They think that that voice in their head is who they are. And well, but well, yeah, but I don't think uh, I know a lot of people. 
I would describe it as, or I would say not, are not very conscious, but I don't think they would say, you know, I believe everything uh, I hear myself say. Well, they wouldn't even think, most people, I don't think, 98% of people, I think, have never the concept of a language machine and, and making a distinction between the voice in their head and their self has never even arisen. It's never even been questioned. If you bring it up, they'll go, yes, of course, that's not, you know. But, I mean, the fact is the vast majority of humans have never even considered the idea. And I think you have to live with this distinction for a certain amount of time for it to actually sink in, you know. And again, I, I think it's different for different individuals. Some individuals hear this stuff. I mean, like few people have come here have sort of gotten the idea the first time they heard it, you know. And other people, uh, you know, could hear it forever and still think it's just nonsense and don't get it at all. Well, you weren't you weren't able to hear me now. Okay, now you can. Now I can hear you. Yeah. Okay. Well, yet I if I I still think it's quite uh, you know to to say who is a language monkey or what a language monkey. I know. No, I mean, you're right, and that's a big problem because it, it, it has to do with who I can trust and who I can't, and how I know how I how do I know. I mean, I can't even trust myself, <laughs> let alone somebody else. You know, I mean, that's one of the issues. How do you know? I mean, there are times when I know I'm awake, and there are times when I know my, my language machine is taken over. I go in and out of it, okay? And how do I evaluate someone else? How do I know whether I'm talking to an entity who actually has seriously perceived this or someone who's just repeating the words and and is a good actor, <laughs> you know? I don't know. I still don't know how you can tell the difference. Yeah, I understand that. It was easy back in the days, you know, two, what, 3,000 years ago. That was what circumcision was all about. How do you know whether someone's a member of your tribe by the scars on their body? People, tribes use that as their way of identifying who was in and who was out. If they had the scars for their, you know, for their group, you know, again, you could tell the, the spies, the, the, the people who were intruders, the Jews used circumcision oh, course, yeah, for that. Totally different. Yeah, I know, but, that's, but I'm just saying it's the same issue. How do you know who's, who's one of us and who's not? Yeah. How do you know the diff? How can you tell the difference between an earthling and a, and a language monkey? And I don't know the answer to that yet, although I think I think that is answerable. But I don't know. I'm not even quite sure what the right question is yet. I mean, maybe that's the issue. Oh yeah, maybe you should. Uh, well, but maybe you should. But maybe uh, you want to refine refine what a language monkey is. 
Yeah, again, maybe, yeah, and those terms are a little inflammatory, too. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, as a scientist, it probably has to be approached from a very different point of view. But the issue, I think, is really important. Uh, when the, because there may come a time, well, you know, I mean, there could very well come a time when there's a war, actually, between the earthlings and the humans. You know, it's a, it's a yeah, little scary, but... Something about that before. Pardon? I heard you state something about that before, but again, uh, if I think about that, then I think that is going to be a very hard one because, you know... Oh, it's going to be scary as hell. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't like thinking about it, know? but I, I, more and more I see that the right-wing Christians are talking about war, That's and that's what they're talking about. They're using guns, as, I mean, in their images. Uh, they're talking about taking back America. Yeah, you can it's um you know, I mean I don't know what's gonna happen, you know. I mean I I think the Christians are gonna make the Muslims look like kinder school kindergarten kids when when the Christians go off. You know, I seriously think uh, those uh, because I I don't know of course uh, the That's why you live in a more reasonable place where the Christians aren't so you know, so numerous and stupid. Um, we... I mean, religion is pretty much dead, I guess, in most of Europe, isn't it? I mean, there are people who do it, but nobody takes them seriously anymore, do they? Well, I, I cannot speak uh, of the other countries, but I think generally, uh, yeah, you are right. Uh, and especially in the Netherlands. Uh, yeah. People, well... There are a lot of there are actually a lot of Christians here, and nowadays, uh, in the last five to ten years, also a lot of Muslims. Um, but uh, the, the the Christians generally, I mean, most don't go to church. It's more like you know, you call yourself a Christian, but yeah, I know, yeah, I know something. Yeah, it's just a, a thing they say, but they don't really give a shit about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well. Uh, well, yeah, I, well, that that's just very different. You know, that's just very individual. I mean, one. Well, but I'm saying in America, these people, there's quite a few of them, and they're quite. There be, there's a lot of them who who seri- I mean, enough to get, who vote anyway, who elect people like George Bush. You know, that's what I'm saying again. Is there enough people in America who believe that nonsense to elect George Bush twice? Yes. Yeah, I, I know religion uh, actually plays a big role in in, yeah. in, the, in the states, United States. Yeah. And uh, well, I, yeah, I think uh, in my opinion, you know, I'm also I'm not religious, so. Uh, and well, I, see, I I do think of myself as being religious. Well, not well, I don't know what the right word is. No, you know, I don't but, believe in any religion. That's why I say. Well, I don't I believe it. Yeah, right. I don't. I mean, I, I my ideas uh, do encompass. Uh, the whole universe and, and the purpose of life and all that stuff, which are essentially, I think, religious ideas, uh, and I think they're really important. But again, particular religions or belief systems are, are of no interest to me what, at all. Yeah. Oh, if you, if you take it from that angle, then I would say you know everyone is religious in the end. Yeah. 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 I do. I think My they are. Beliefs yeah. are very different than. Yeah. From someone else, from you know people 
people in society most uh, you know or just what is generally accepted to be as as to be religious. Yeah. I mean you would say yeah. religious and but you Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they would look at yeah. you like uh, well, I guess like, the thing that worries me the most is I was in a a talk show room today where I mean I mean I'm really it, like I say it's it's a little frightening the 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 uh, logo of the guy, the picture of the guy who is the host of the room shows him standing there holding an assault rifle. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the picture he chooses to put up to the world of him with a uh, an assault weapon. And again, and the the big uh, the phrase that is really big is "Take back America." That we're losing America to the socialists and the communists, and we have to take back America. And they're using guns as uh, images. So, I mean, that's where it is right now in 2008. And it's a small group of people. But again, I wonder where Islamic fundamentalism was uh, just a few years ago. It was just a few weirdos. And, uh, and now they've become a force in the world. You know, And I think it's going to be real interesting when the fundy... Muslims and the fundy Christians go at each other. That may be a good thing, actually. We'll just get out of the way, and they can kill each other. You know. Well, I doubt that. But uh... well, the problem is, of course, that the fundamentalist Christians are going to have access to nuclear weapons, and that's scary. Oh yeah, I think anyone with access to nuclear weapons is scary. But uh... yeah, yeah. Especially people who are looking forward to the end of the world. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean that well, strikes I, I don't think not a good that. thing for someone who's looking forward to the end of the world and then giving them nuclear weapons. I don't think that's a good idea. No, no, of course not. But the, yeah, the thing is, well, I I don't think there's anyone who looks forward to the end of the world. However, well, the Christians are, do. No, but that's exactly what the Christians are looking for. The second coming of Christ and the end of the world. And Armageddon, it's all written in the Bible. It's called Armageddon. It's this great war at the end of the world that ushers in the return of Jesus. Uh, it's exactly what they're looking for. Oh, I hope they won't take that too literally. Well, but they do. That's exactly the point. There are a whole bunch of them that take that literally. Yeah, well, uh, but do you think there will be, uh, because like you said, uh, now there is a whole force of them, I mean, just this, you know, for one guy to be... But Ronald Reagan thought. He was the president of the United States. That's what George Bush wants. Yeah, there well, I'm not sure. There positions who, you know, who, when it came right down to it, if they really thought it was time to do that, they'll push the button and feel completely justified if if it just destroys everything because they think they're going to go to heaven. This world doesn't matter. Mm, well, I don't. I don't think. Well, maybe that that, that sounds like uh, heaven to it much of that actually, but that sounds like a radical uh, Christianity. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's what I'm saying is that's what's so scary about America is I mean, again that this sounds too fantastic for you. You think this is ridiculous? I'm telling you, there are lots of people in America, a significant minority, who who seriously believe all this stuff and you know you and want they will, they will seriously take action with with, with 
I don't know. I don't know what to no, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm just saying you look around, and, it, and if you know where to look, you can see it all there now. I mean, you can look at Germany in the 1920s and see that Nazism was there. It was a small group of people that everybody thought was a bunch of nuts, nobody paid any attention to, and then 20 years later or 25 years later, they took over. Yeah, but that was only you know, but, because one dictator. Well, what do you mean, yeah, but it was only because of one dictator? If it hadn't been him, it might have been someone else. Who knows? Who's to say there won't be one guy rise up in America who can unite all that stuff? Yes, yes, yes. I'm just, uh, you know... When what you I'm saying is, is that if you look back, and I don't know if anyone's done this or not, it'd be an interesting book to read, is trace the, uh, the, the trails of fundamental Islam. You know, I'm sure that this isn't new. You know, that uh, Al-Qaeda just didn't emerge out of nothing. There have been a fundamentalist strain in Islam that has been resisting uh, the New World uh, since the beginning. And it was first just a few cranky old-style old guys. And somehow, over the time, they got to be a significant enough group to where they become world players. You know, and I'm saying, like I say, there's a there's a group like that in America that we better keep our eyes on because they're uh, capable of, I think, worse things. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, uh, religion. Uh, it's actually funny that you tell me this. Uh, oh yeah, I, I guess. It's, I think it's bad, you know, from both sides. I mean, from any side, actually. I mean, religion shouldn't be enforced in the first place. And it should, I think it should get a... Well, I mean, following a book, just one book, and taking it... You know. Well, again, any belief system. I, again, atheism, to me, is as stupid as Christianity. The fact is, we don't know. Yes, yes, we got right. a bunch of theories, and that's the end of it. Anyone who claims to know what the final and ultimate truth of reality is ought to be locked up. They're mad. They need help. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, really, I mean, if a person has diabetes, if a person has diabetes, or if a, you give them insulin, if a person is nearsighted, you give them some glasses. You don't condemn them. You take a look at them, and you realize they're ill. And as far as I can see, this is just a, it's a link, kind of linguistic illness that's plagued humanity for tens of thousands. Well, since the beginning, we've been sort of under the spell of our language machines, and we're just now waking up. But it's still, right now, in 2008, the vast majority of humans are under the spell of their language machines. Yeah. And, and it's a kind of mental illness, and, and they could be cured, maybe. Most adults probably can't. It's not worth it. It's just, we just need to make sure that they're, you know, immob- not immobilized, but just disempowered so they can't do any more damage, <laughs> you know. Well, yeah, something just came up, and I, I wondered, actually, uh, you told me before you had a friend who were, was in psychiatry, am I correct? A friend in what? A friend uh, that uh, does something in psychiatry. Um, well, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, a few years ago, it depends on what you mean. I mean, I don't remember what we were talking Do you remember what we were talking about? I mean, I've known lots of people and lots of, uh, I mean, I don't know anybody currently that I'm hanging around with, who, you know, but I, over the years, I've known people who were, you know, psychologists and, you know, okay, various okay. things. 
Oh, well, just uh, because I just thought maybe you still at this point. I just wonder, you know, um, when you said, for example, like, you know, anyone that believes that he that he sees or claims to have reality should be locked up because he's mad. Well, I don't... Yeah, well, not locked up, but they need to be. We need to understand uh, it's a kind of it's a kind of illness. You know, they need help. You know, I mean, they they're brain damaged. Essentially, is what it amounts to is they've been their brains have been damaged by misprogramming when they were children. You know, and they and they gelled, they solidified into this system that is just dysfunctional. Oh yeah, to call it brain damage, uh, it, that's. To me, you can. Well I, think, oh, yeah. well, I think that's a pretty accurate description. Because after the age of puberty, the brain is sort of hardwired, unless unless uh, something really drastic comes along to change it. They, after the age of about 16, people don't have any more dramatic transformations of consciousness. You know? But that is generally yeah. speaking, right? You know, right? Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying is if, if they happen to get gelled, if it takes shape and and coagulates in a less than optimum kind of wiring, then I would say that's a kind of brain damage. Yeah, Their brains are hardwired in a way that's less than it could have been. Yes, yes. But, but to say, you know, that someone else is brain damaged because he claims something that you claim is false. But I'd listen, if I claim that you're nearsighted, is that a what kind of issue is that? If you if I hire you to do certain, well, maybe not nearsighted, maybe you're farsighted, and I hire you to do etchings for me, uh, and you can't do them because you, your eyes won't focus in a certain way. I can. It's not about opinion. It's it's really quite simple. Your eyes don't focus well. You need a pair of special glasses if you want to do a certain kind of very fine detailed etching work. And so you get a pair of lenses to correct the, the fact that your eye is faulty. And it's not a moral issue. It's not a matter of opinion. In the same way with diabetes, if your insulin is not being produced properly and you're suffering from that, then, uh, you know, you take insulin to correct the problem. Yes. And, and I think if your brain isn't capable of thinking and evaluating evidence in an effective way, then then you have to acknowledge there's a problem there. Now, I know that the people who, who are in... That's the problem, is the people who have this disease, part of the disease is they don't see it as a disease, but lots of crazy people are that way. That's one of the hallmarks of somebody who's really crazy, is that they don't think they're crazy. I mean, it's almost like a catch-22. If you know you're crazy, well, then you can't be all that crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're really crazy people never know they're crazy they're totally absorbed in their fantasy in their language machine if you will mm, yes I, I can follow you however I, I sometimes then I question you know, why aren't you and why am I not now uh, even yeah I know I know you are you're, you're, you're absolutely you right yeah. yeah you're absolutely right these are really tricky issues and in any given case, I mean, it's easy to talk about this in the abstract kind of, but when it gets down to evaluating this particular individual, I think probably there are going to be a lot of cases where it's really difficult to, to get a handle on it. I think a lot of cases are quite simple.
I mean, a lot of Christians I hear on here, I mean, there's just no question in my mind, but that uh, they are literally diseased, brain damaged, and stuck in a story. And, and I don't care whether they agree with it or like it or think that's polite or politically correct or who the hell am I to say they're crazy. You know, I'm quite comfortable in making that assertion. They're fucking crazy. Period. And, you know, I'm not, that's just the end of the argument as far as I'm concerned. That doesn't mean that I have to mistreat them or that, that I give up on them. Actually, I think there is hope for any individual to be cured. But I'm not going to, you know, I just, but, but to, well, that's a separate issue. You know. just, just to, for, I understand that you're talking in big lines. Yeah. Don't get caught up with yourself or just with a few words. But the, the, it, if you have someone that is religious uh, and, you know, believes whatever he wants to believe and he knows himself that, well, yeah, again, you know, to, to say someone truly believes, I mean, yeah. But, but I to say that someone, you know, for example, who believes in in a certain uh, belief or how do you call it? Uh, any kind of belief. I'm saying why would anybody any believe of, anything? What does it mean to say you believe something? I'm I'm saying uh, the belief itself, any belief, believing Believing in atheism is dumb as believing in Islam. But, but you have certain beliefs, right? No, I don't. Well, I, I mean, I probably do, but if I find one, I'm going to get rid of it as soon as I discover it. I operate on assumptions. I'm responsible for my assumptions. I've read a lot. I've thought a lot. I've written a lot. I've come to some conclusions about things. They're my conclusions, my theories, uh, or the theories that I've gotten from other people. They're just theories. I don't believe any of them. They're just the best stories I've been able to come up with. I've chosen to go with those stories, not because I believe them, but because that's the best I can do. So I claim to have no beliefs. Now, whether I really do, I say, I suspect I probably do. But again, if, if you claim to have no beliefs, that, 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 isn't that a belief in itself? Uh, no, I don't think so. Because, like I say, I'm quite aware of, aware of the fact. Again, I don't believe that. Again, a, a belief is, a, to me, a belief is a pathological sort of state where you actually think that your way of talking about it is not just your way of talking about it, but the way it is. And that's what I mean by a belief. Yeah. And I don't have anything like that. All I have are my theories. I don't know how it really is. I've got some theory. Yes, I agree with that. But uh, actually, now, now, you, now you said it like that. I, oh yeah. Uh, I mean, at the bottom, a Christian, a, a real Christian, is going to tell you that that's really the way it is. The, the Bible is really the way it is. There really is God. There really is hell. You really have a soul. It's not a matter of opinion. This is the way it is, and you're going to go to heaven or hell. And, and there, that's not questionable. It's just the way it is, according to them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's just... Not just, just a theory, not just somebody's idea about the way the world is. That's the way the world is. Yeah, yeah uh, I, I understand. Yeah. 
And that's what I mean by mental illness. That strikes me as a form of mental illness. I don't care whether, again, whether you're an atheist or a Muslim or a Christian or an Amway salesman. Uh, if you think your way of thinking about the world is the way the world is, you're nuts. Yeah. And again, that's one of those, the beauty of this is you either see it or you don't. It's not about trying to convince somebody to accept this. I mean, I would never argue this point with anybody, <laughs> you know, like a Christian or something. I'd state the case very simply, and they'll either get it or they don't. And, and that's the end of it, as far as I'm concerned. You either see this or you don't. That's it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I agree with that. And, well, if I, you know yourself, it can be very hard to... Oh, there's no arguing with someone who truly is in that kind of state no, of mind. There's no point. You know, They're not going to tell you to get it. Again, you just say it, and they either get it or they don't, and that's it. Move on. My hope yeah, is that over time, more and more people, when they hear this, are going to get it. They're going to see how obvious, especially young people, that that this idea of belief itself is just absolutely absurd and untenable position. You know, and it's not so bad to just simply say, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. I've got some ideas, uh, and I'm willing to discuss them with you, but they're just my ideas and my theories. And but that gives, see anyone who's in that position can actually negotiate without strapping dynamite to themselves. <laughs> you know, the only people that strap dynamite to themselves are the ones who are absolutely sure that they know what reality really is. If there is any, but uh, yeah, I, I understand. I understand what you. Listen, Brian, it's been really good talking to you, but we're, we've been here a lot longer than I planned on being here. <laughs> so so I, I need to uh, close this down. I'm really glad yeah, you're back. No I, 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 to go to bed as well. Yeah, I'm hope. Oh, that's right. What time is it there? <laughs> <laughs> what time is it? It's about 3 o'clock. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, well, I'm really glad to talk to you again. Welcome back, and um, I hope we have a chance. Again, I, I always love the fact that you really put my feet to the fire and give me all the yeah buts. <laughs> because... oh, uh, I think uh, we, didn't, we didn't discuss that much to the, this time, but uh, yeah, another time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Please uh, come back, and uh, it, it, you know, it's always fun. So thanks a lot. And uh, Jason and guest 12 and 13 and Dave still here hi Dave um, welcome I'm glad you uh, got a chance to come by thanks a lot for being here bye Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli I guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.